You're listening to Scribblers Radio. You're listening to Scribblers Radio. You're listening to Scribblers Radio. Hello and welcome to The Conversation Caravan, young podcasters interviewing authors and visual storytellers at Scribblers Festival 2022. This is Alia and Zara with author Diane Wolfer. Her books include the First World War Set Light series and Through My Eyes Australian Disaster series, as well as books about the science of eating bugs, picture books and more. Hi, I'm Zara and this is Alia. Here with us is Diane Wilfer. Diane, thank you so much for being here with us today. Oh, thank you. Uh, For those people who are listening, I'm in the cutest little caravan you can imagine with beautiful fairy lights and gorgeous decorations. It's very exciting. So when did you start writing and why? Well, I think I've always been one of those people who, lots of writers, just take notes and write lists. So I think my earliest um, book that I've ever found, which sadly I think I left at a school once, was called Plinky Pig, which is a picture book that I made when I was in primary school. But as far as um, when I left when I left school and went to college, and after I left that I went backpacking through Asia and ended up living in um, Nepal in a really remote part, and there wasn't really a lot to do, and so I really was able to follow my passion for writing stories. So that's where I started writing short stories, and my first thing was a travel article which was published in a travel magazine. That was my first thing. So what was your inspiration for your most recent book, The Light Horse? Well, The, the Last Light Horse is... It, that's the, four, the fourth and the final one in the light series. Um, when I was writing the other, I, did, I only meant to write one with Lighthouse Girl, but the research for that led to Lighthouse Boy, and then the research for that led to In the Lamplight, and then I thought, that's it, it's done. But that Sandy the horse just kept galloping around my brain, and I guess just then some really interesting things happened. Okay, so... Um, when, so I live in Albany and when the National Anzac Centre was opened, I'd already written Light Horse Boy and it's about Sandy, the the only horse that that came home from World War One. So I'd researched him a lot, the horse a lot. And as I went around the National Anzac Centre, the very last, um, display was a a perspex, um, display thing with a hoof in it. And it was Sandy's hoof. And it's like, whoa, that's amazing that I'd written the story about Sandy and his hoof comes to Albany. But anyway, that that was then some other things happened in that um, where the light horses went from mostly from the eastern states around where my sister and my family live um, up in the snowy mountains and the high country. It's famous for good horses. And so that was another thing. But then these ladies in Albany wrote me an email and said, we really think you should write a story about the last light horse. And I thought, you know what? I've been thinking about doing that for so long. So we met and they told me that that amazing sculpture on the top of Mount Clarence where I walk my dog is based on, modelled on Sandy. So this is another thing. And then, one more thing, they said that um, the great-great-granddaughter of Major General Bridges, who owned Sandy the horse, she was African, but she's moved to Albany. Like, what are the odds, right? So all of those things, I just thought, I just need to, to write that. But that actually wasn't my last book. That's such a passion, a book of passion project. Um, but... In the last month, I've had two more books come out, which doesn't normally happen. Um, they're with different publishers, and they've both been being. I've been working on them for a couple of years, really. They were both contracted, so one was with um, Alan and Unwin's "Through My Eyes" disaster series, the disaster zones series, um, and the other was another Aussie STEM star book. So, long answer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Are there any stories that you have from the journey to becoming an author? Mm, that's an interesting question. It's hard. Like, I think if you're resilient and determined, I think, you and you want to be a writer or an illustrator, it's really just a matter of perseverance, like anything that you might want to do, um, not giving up. And it's it's easy to say be resilient and don't give up, but it's hard to do, right? Um, but really, it's just a matter of not giving up. So I had lots of rejections and um, like lots of authors, lots of rejections. And I'm just a bit determined, like my mum thought I was a bit stubborn and pig-headed, <laughs> but I say determined. Um, so I just kept going. Um, where is your favourite spot to read a book? I do like reading in the bath, but um, <laughs> that I, I've only ever dropped a book in once. <laughs> it was a library book too, so I had to pay for it. <laughs> That's okay, it was worth it. It was a great book. I didn't mind having the wrinkled up version. But I read everywhere. I read in bed. I read. Uh, I like to have a book with me so that if I'm waiting for something, instead of just getting grumpy because, I don't know, someone's late to come to something or I'm waiting for an appointment, then I can just read my book. So it doesn't really matter. Out of all the books you've written, which is which one is your favourite and why? Oh, that's a tricky question. I know people love to ask this question and authors mostly find it hard to answer because it's like you had it. I've got 23 books now and it's like if I had 23 children, which I don't, um, it's like which one do you love the most? But they're all different. So I guess Lighthouse Girl started the Light series, so that will always be a really special one. And also she was the inspiration for the little girl giant that walked around Perth, which was pretty amazing. Huge. <laughs> um, the Dog with Seven Names, I just love that because I love animals and I love dogs and um, that's that one's really close to my heart. Often it's the one that's in my head at the moment that hasn't quite come out yet. So I've, I've got two more coming out next year, which is exciting. Let's play a game. I'm going to say three words and you have oh. a few seconds to turn those words into a sentence. Your oh style. my goodness, okay. Your three words are alien, sprint and house. The aliens left their house at a very fast sprint. What was the other one? Aliens house and... Sprint. Oh, you got them all. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I need to go longer than that, though. Okay, so the aliens <laughs> left the house at a fast sprint because um, a human baby had crawled into the room and they were scared of it. Um, <laughs> even though we're usually scared of aliens, they didn't know what this little baby was, so they just kept sprinting. <laughs> <laughs> we heard that you are quite a bookworm, so what book have you read the most times? Oh, probably Anne of Green Gables, I think. Um, that was a really special one. Well, actually, no, probably it's a picture book or um, the Harry Potter series. My daughter and I read them. She's just turned 31 and she was really lucky to ride the Harry Potter wave, right? So the first book came out. You know how they got more scary as they went up? So if you were 10 and reading them all, I think the last one might be a bit scary, but she was... Each year they'd come out, she'd gotten older, so it worked really well. But I'm, I'm, I read so many books and I'm just, I try to read a lot of West Australian authors or Australian authors, um, well, because they're my friends, a lot of them, but there's just so many great books. Um, this this last round, books I've read recently by WA people, like Stelephant, James Foley's book, I totally loved that elephant going to space. That was fantastic. And Heather's book about Mars I really liked. And I've just presented with Deb Fitzpatrick and her story about AJ. Um, it's just so inspiring that the start in life. So, And Frane is a friend too. Like all of her books, just I love her books. And Mark Greenwood and I write similar kind of things like Norm Jorgensen and I. There's lots. I could just keep going, but I won't. How does it feel to be an author? It feels good, actually. Um, it's 
been hard work to get to here um, and it's not an easy job. As I said before, it's resilience Oof, for most of us. Some some maybe get there more easily, but most of us it's hard work and resilience. Um, so it's really exciting when years and years, like I'm getting old now, but after so many years of uh, perseverance and working and writing different kinds of books, uh, now, yeah, it's really great now that it's... It's easier for me perhaps to get published now because I've made connections with with different um, publishers and friends. And so it's a little bit easier for me now, I think. My, my problem now is that as I get older, I've got so many ideas still in my head and each one takes years to develop. So I just got to work harder and get them all out and stay healthy. When you are not writing or reading, what do you like to do? I think like some of the other people, I did listen to a few of last year's podcasts, I really like walking in the, in nature. I love walking on the beach. I like swimming. I really like snorkeling. Reading, of course, I like reading. But I think I really like to be near the ocean, walking my dog on the beach, um, walking in the forest. Um, snorkeling is one of my favourite things to do. I Scuba dive, I haven't done that for a while, but I like. I really like the ocean and seeing what's under there. So... Where do you go snorkeling? Anywhere in Albany, um, when it's not freezing. Uh, there's, I like to swim with my snorkel on, so I'll go down to Middleton Beach and swim in the shark net. And all year round there are things to see, so um, that way I don't have to turn my head. I can just keep going and with the snorkel and swim around the shark net a, a time, once or twice. And, yeah, different seasonally there's different things to see. But... Uh, being somewhere warm is better. Coral Bay, I love Coral Bay. We were there earlier this year. Uh, my sister used to live in Papua New Guinea. That's got incredible snorkeling. And I met my daughter at Fitzroy Island earlier this year and we snorkeled with turtles, which was terrific. It was really good. Let's play one more game. Oh. <laughs> I will say an imagined statement and you have to make a small story about it. Imagine you were a baker who sold the best pastries. I would eat them. Oh, hang on. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, tell me the rules again. What do I have to do? So you have to make I love a, pastries. <laughs> you have to make a story about you being a the baker. baker. Yeah. Could I still eat them? No. You can. <laughs> All right, okay. So I get up really early and I make my pastries. And, yeah, because maybe what I'd do is find, I'd go out early in the streets to find people who hadn't had any breakfast and I'd go and perhaps give them to some of the homeless people Then I might see some stray dogs along the way and I'd give them some pastries as well, even though it might, wouldn't be good for their teeth or their breath, but I'd probably, they'd probably like them anyway. Um, this is probably not the most exciting story you've heard. I think we need an, maybe we need an alien to come down and steal those pastries or a great big mm -hmm. monster to come in or something. A story to work on. A story to work on, exactly. What would you girls do with that opening? What would you... Um, so... I would start baking lots of food and then give it to people mm -hmm. and then hire them to help me make more pastries. Great, okay. I've got a pretty abstract idea. <laughs> I would make a pastry charity for the pe the aliens on Mars. Fantastic. You know what we could do as well? We could like make a big Mars-shaped pastry and like decorate it with aliens. Yeah. That would be fun. And then we could take it out into the park and share it with all the people who need food. Yeah. That's a fun, that's a better story now. This is what happens, you know, when you collaborate, yeah. you often, like my story was a pretty boring start, but now we're throwing some ideas into the mix and we're getting some fun stuff.
Oh, actually, do you know what? Here's, here's a better answer. All right. So the last book that just came out was um, Sky Blackburn Lang, Eating Bugs for the Planet. And it's all about future foods and um, cricket protein powder enriched foods. So I now eat my muesli in the morning is has actually got cricket meal in it. And we've just, I've got corn chips there you can have one in a minute that are made out of cricket powder like you don't it's no antenna and legs and things it's actually it just tastes like a corn chip but it's enriched with cricket powder so here's what we could do with our pastry shelf what about if we use um sky's product which is protein powder made from from crickets which is incredibly it's like amino acids b12 it's incredibly good for you it's like a future food we could put that into our pastries and that would be a point of difference so we could have cricket pastries cricket pastries and like yum and instead of blueberries what could i don't know we could put some crickety things in Mm, there's something to work on it's always fun to work with stories with aliens right because they're so interesting and they could be any shape and size and they could look like anything um yeah we'll have to work on this story sometime i think we will yeah um thank you so much for being here with us and we hope you enjoy the rest of your day thank you you guys are such pros honestly i've been on the abc and i think you guys are better (laughs) (laughs) i really enjoyed it thank you so much for having me in this gorgeous little caravan thank you for listening to this episode of scribblers radio recorded on noongabuja at the conversation caravan at scribblers festival 2022 For all the conversations, more info about the festival, or to be part of our next Conversation Caravan podcasting series, head to scribblersfestival.com.au. You're listening to Scribblers Radio with the aliens. (laughs) 